Well, welcome back, friends. Here we are, Mandy and Michelle, back for our second <laughs> conversation, episode, yeah, yeah. session, mm -hmm. <laughs> gathering. Yes. <sighs> thank you. Thank you. It already feels really good <laughs> to be back together, sort of yeah. opening up what can feel like such heavy or hard or confusing things, mm -hmm. things that uh, occupy my mind so much yeah. of a day. Yeah. <laughs> it feels right. good to be here sort yeah. of opening those. Yeah. Up. I think, um, I don't know anybody who's not occupied, mm. you know, it's one of those times. Yes. Yeah. So I heard somebody say something the other day, um, that caused me to really think about a lot what, about our conversations that I'll just put out there. And that is that, um, there are a lot of people right now with expertise in the history of our country who, although we see some patterns that have always been there, um, there are some things um, that have not been there historically mm. and that um, we've really never had to deal with some of the things we're dealing with right now because we've not had the technology Oh, the issue of technology and what it's done to ex further expose what was there. So here we have another historical development yeah. called technology, which our kids will grapple with in ways that, and my grandkids, mm -hmm. your kids, I should say your kids, <laughs> <laughs> and my grandkids and their kids and grandkids, um, you know, here we are again faced with who are we? Yes, exactly. Yeah, and our technology has exposed all the patterns that are there. The patterns aren't new, but the way they're exposed is different. Yes. So. That feels helpful. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that feels very helpful. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It is. So, well, we were just talking about a moment last night with mm. my four-year-old, mm. and yeah. this feels connected <laughs> in terms of mm -hmm. historical patterns and yes. emanations of Yes, that's <laughs> of what I was thinking, being. too. Right, survival of the fittest. <laughs> yes, oh my yeah. gosh. And is that, is that why we're here? Right. Is it survival, or is it to thrive? Oh my gosh. Yeah, so... Anyway, exactly. Go. No, tell your story. <laughs> no. Tell them your story. Yes. Well, no. So he he's been really about um, a lot of the magic of Christmas this year, uh, which is sure he can articulate it. Now he, he can tell us. you about yes, it. Yes, yeah. he can tell us. <laughs> right. So he's surely been about it before, but he yeah. can really talk about it. And he was surmising. Well, Mom, I have a question. How did the first Santa Claus? kind of come to be how did he get born i think is what he asked. something along something dear right. like that yeah and i was i sort of oh. thought i'm driving in rush hour traffic and i was sort of like well what do you think <laughs> let me hear what you have to say about always it. a good comeback <laughs> felt very helpful yeah, at that moment right. so he sort of said well i guess it you know just went back and back like you know people have kids and that, you know, it was going back like grandparents. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I think that makes sense, you know. Mm -hmm. And he sort of sat with it for another minute and he said, but mom, 
that makes another question. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, <laughs> okay, what, you know, what's that? Mm. And he said, mm. well, then how did the first human mm. come to be? Mm. And he started to sort of qualify it. Like, I mean, not just a baby, but mm. like a grown-up. And he was sort of mm. grappling mm. with like, when did this idea or this reality of humankind or what it means to be yeah. human come from. So, you know, and a lot of um, questions he's had and he has, an, and I would say even to our tensions that we experience, he's mm. really mm. coming into new depths of understanding, it seems, mm. with his personhood. And so, and that feels so exciting and mm -hmm. trying at times because I want to hold space for him to experience mm -hmm. and learn in that unfolding. And it can create a lot of tension when he feels like I'm not allowing the space mm -hmm. or we have to negotiate mm -hmm. the rules <laughs> or the, the parameters. What, what can we say yes to together? Like what mm -hmm. can we... What can we do together? And so I was thinking of that sense of um, just how things evolve, how things grow and yeah. change in time. So he's four and a half or just... Four, almost four and a half. Almost four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's like spot on. <laughs> <laughs> that's reassuring so too. So <laughs> you, you got it. That's, that's the, that's that age. And um, I don't know if we touched on this last time, so it might be good to, even if we did, yeah. to say it again, that um, there is some data to suggest that parents who have a child who's four, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's, it's, I would say, especially if it's your first child and you've not experienced this before, yes. um, that is the most common touch point for parents where they seek outside counsel. Mm. That's right. That's right. Because I'm when you said that last week, that I was like, well, gosh darn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Way to call me out. Here yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a really, um, it's such an important time and it's preceded by this, um, you know, there's this idea that kids enter this, this space called in the past called the terrible twos and what what that was all about in terms of the tension that you're describing was um, what we talked about last time where the, the toddler sitting in the high chair and says I, I don't actually have to do this yes I'm the one in control of these arms legs and hands and <laughs> fingers and toes and so forth and um, if it's been modeled for me that I can set limits mm. and that's something we didn't talk about last time oh, is how our limits and boundaries established in the home yes. or in the space, whatever, wherever this child lives with you, whoever you are sure. to that child. And so the way boundaries are honored and set around the child is, is how they'll manifest 
those first times where that practice of setting boundaries begins. Yes. Okay. And you can't set, this is just bear with me. You can't set boundaries if you don't know you're not part of the boundary setter. Mm. (laughs) Do you see what I mean? So there's an establishment, a beginning of a feeling of separateness. So if you're separate, then you have to learn to set boundaries to survive. Mm. Like that's part of, you know, historically human beings created boundaries to survive. And that's all kind of woven into being human. Sure. So then you go through, you know, this space of, I don't have to eat. I don't have to go to the bathroom. I don't have to sleep. That's kind of all really up to me. Oh, Hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> and then as time goes by, as you get into four, you know, and three-year-olds really have this kind of I am presence. Yeah. Yeah. And then over that time also something else is being born. And that's this process of being able to, um, we talked about this last time about connecting things that are not, would, as an adult, we've set boundaries about those connections. We've said, that's not connected to that. Yes. That has nothing to do with that. Why would you say that? Or why would you think that? Or why would you put that there? Mm. Right? You see? Yes. And Absolutely. whereas young children don't yet have that, their thinking is pretty much limitless. Mm. And to varying degrees, depending on, again, what was it like in their home? Sure. So if you're whimsical and imaginative and you're playful with them, then, you know, that sets them on a course of really embracing that part of their childhood. Mm. And so you have to resist attaching adult behaviors into that space. And the big one that people attach into that space is lying. Oh, yeah. That all of a sudden you have this child who's just making it up as they go along because it's all possible. Yeah. Right? Cognitively, emotionally. And adults start imposing that adult description of the behavior into that realm when it's not that at all. It has nothing to do really with intention. Mm. It's more... You know, I'll just say this, you know, it's, 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 it's really, and a lot of it is playing with language even. So, you know, you're fooling around with words and what they mean. And there's, so all this is happening. So Oak is, is in that space Mm. where it's all possible. And that kind of continues in a lot of ways until seven or eight. So you have that quality that keeps going. I see. Um, And begins to change a little bit around seven or eight, and then even more by nine or ten. Okay. So, what happens um, in terms of the tension is there's it's it it is really kind of explosive, right? Mm. For the child, it's it's very um, fanciful and wonderful, but it also is the beginning a lot of times of nightmares. Because if you can imagine the best and the most interesting possibility, you can also imagine the worst possibility. Yes. So the adult is there to stand in 
for the boundary on that. You know, the adult is supposed to be the one who says, um, yeah, that is not going to happen, right? We're going to yeah. see to that. Yes. So when kids wake up in the middle of the night and this happened and that happened, you know, there's that assurance that somebody's there managing all this because I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But sometimes that management can feel intrusive and troublesome. Sure. And a problem. Yes. <laughs> so, so there's, so does that. Helpful. It's so helpful because the other day, and this feels mm -hmm. so connected to what you're saying, mm -hmm. he was asking about, he heard someone use the phrase like gate that in this, it was a story, but in the mm -hmm. story, mm -hmm. a traffic cop mm. gave someone a ticket. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what does that mean? Give yeah. him a ticket. Yeah. Because he's heard of plane tickets or train tickets. Right. And this I thought is a not ticket was a good that. thing. <laughs> right. yeah. So, you know, uh. we sort of didn't go down one route, but we, I was saying about traffic rules or, or uh, guidelines, right. laws. Right. And I said, if they're to keep people safe, you know how we say we are, we, when it's red, when the light is red, we stop mm -hmm. because that That's allows, great approach, you know, yeah. to take our turn. And, um, and those are rules we all followed, um, mm -hmm. so that we're safe. I said, so that's one reason I would think he was like, yeah, okay. So rules, those laws keep people safe. Mm -hmm. And he said, I thought of another good rule or another good one. And I was like, okay, what's that? And he said, going one at a time when you're climbing a tree. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh yeah, well, why do you feel like that's a good rule? And he said, well, because then nobody gets hurt. Mm -hmm. And everyone has said, so it's, to keep people safe again, it sounds mm -hmm. like. And he was like, yeah. And he said, and one person might go up a lot of times mm -hmm. and someone might not get a chance. Mm -hmm. So this felt so on point with what we wow. talked about last time, just about that internal sense of justice, yeah. that fairness. And I said, so, oh, yeah, yeah. so the rule could also be about making sure things stay fair mm -hmm. so that if people want to go up the tree, mm -hmm. they get a turn. Right. So he said, yeah, so rules are about keeping people safe and keeping things fair. And it was so interesting. Oh, my gosh. That is the definition of beloved community. That's king. <sighs> oh, Michelle. It felt so special. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it felt so incredible. It's just that all there. It's all there. Yeah. And that he, with mm. very little, I mean, participation on my part, mm. mainly just listening to him, was, he just sort of was working this out out loud. Mm -hmm. And I thought about what you're saying here about mm. this co-work of yeah. sort of, sussing out what are we making together and how yeah. are you know and it felt good in that moment too that he felt um it seemed like he felt excited to share his insight too and yeah. what he could see about it yeah yeah it's yeah. beautiful yeah and and it's all in there <laughs> you know it, it we and i think that this really um evolves also into an understanding that and a trust that we're born, we're really born mm. with it in there. You know, yeah. it's a matter of um, moving the obstacles 
out of the way to what it is that you are who you are. Yes. You know, and so yes. whenever you have a conversation like that with him, you've moved an obstacle out of the way. Now he doesn't have to wonder very much longer about the what a rule should be, right? So now you're talking about authority being about justice. And justice, for me, the um, justice has the umbrella over safety and fairness. You know, it, it justice makes yes. things safe and fair. Yes, exactly. So now you've, you in that, in those conversations, you know, you're setting the stage for the 15-year-old who sues the United States government <laughs> yeah. over... Uh, I don't know. I mean, historically, there's been any number of them, but right now we have a group of young people who are suing and going to the Supreme Court over climate justice. Yes. Right? Climate justice. <sighs> right. Because yes. you first yes. have to have a sense of that authority being about justice, not about power. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And that is the interaction of early childhood and parents right that is the most you know if you put minutes on it a day <laughs> right yes why do i have to do this why do i have to do this why do i have to do this? oh my gosh right right yeah yeah and that's the that for me as living with him mm -hmm. and his brother, who's two, and his yep. baby brother. Yeah. It's sort of that. And their dad. And their dad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of right. people in that mix. He's got a lot of Yeah, a lot of justice happening. and fairness to arrange. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. And at this point in time, you know, my two-year-old, he's so, he's delighting in that stage of, I can, I can put on my shoes by myself. So, yes, yes it's time to put on shoes and walk out the door. Oh, great, here we are. We're all putting on our shoes. Isn't this great? You know, he's just over the moon that we're doing it. We're doing it together, you know. Yeah. And, oh, and he's you know, been waiting to, he's been to do waiting. it. He's been watching Oak do it. Yeah. Such a joy. And yeah. he flip-flops. It's sweet to hear him say when he when he does do the thing and he wants to do the thing. I'm a big, I a big kid. I'm a big kid. You know, he feels yes. so, he can sense yes. that he's grown to this new yes. threshold. Yeah. But sometimes when he tries to push something and it's too heavy or, right. I'm, I'm a little kid. I'm a little kid. <laughs> It's okay that I'm here. I still I still can't yeah. do that or I'm having yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so sweet to hear him sort of process yeah. that. Yeah. But I struggle with staying so present to their different places. Yes. And especially, you know, as they are older, the complexity mm -hmm. is there. Mm -hmm. And wanting to stay sensitive to the million things mm -hmm. operating in a moment when for, for example, you know, Oak is resistant to putting on his shoes yes like there he, you go oh, like he's <laughs> so tired. you move from that you move from <laughs> yes. the explosion of joy that i can do it it's the same thing that happens when i'm in the high chair <laughs> well i don't really have to put on my shoes yeah it's that same yes. reckoning with my own boundaries about it yes 
And sometimes... <laughs> you got it. You got it. Oh. You've got it all. It's all there, Mandy. There it, it is. It really is. Right. And trusting myself, I mean, I think that's the biggest part when, and taking the time. Yeah. I think that is probably number one for me. Yeah, it's sure. taking the time when, yeah. when there is that resistance to stay curious about it, to right. listen carefully right. to him here and, and sort of also use my own, mm-hmm. you know, sense about things. He didn't sleep well last night. That's yes. one part. Right. He didn't, maybe he didn't eat the best breakfast yeah. or maybe he... Maybe we had an interaction earlier that didn't feel good to him, and so he's sort of yep. holding on to that. Or he's uh, nervous about what might happen at school. Something yeah. maybe he heard something yesterday, and he's not sure. All these different things at play. Yes. In a moment, and how I mean, my I feel like my constant work mm-hmm. <laughs> that I you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel so good about how I've moved through a moment. <laughs> Sometimes I don't. <laughs> and, so and that's exactly how he feels. Yeah. And that's a that's good exactly reminder. how he feels. Sometimes I feel good about how I moved through a moment, and sometimes I don't. Yeah. And again, you know, if you if you take this overlap of of social justice that we've talked about, that's also true again of young parents who themselves are trying to be active in the world of their world of justice. Mm, yes. Sometimes I feel good about the way I move through a moment and sometimes I don't. And so there's this always this constant um, question too about how to, how to be that way yourself and model it. So that a child has a, just like Ronan watched Oak do his shoes, mm-hmm. you know, and you, your generation of, of um, you know, people who are active and participating in the culture is looking at the generations before mm-hmm. and wondering yes. what is that, what is there in that for us? And part of what I've heard your generation saying, which is, akin to what I hear Oak and kids saying to their parents is, um, I don't have to. Mm. Oh my gosh. I don't have to do it that way. <laughs> right? So there's That's always, the, yeah, it, it, it is huge. It's huge for all of us to realize that you always have that possibility. You can always, mm-hmm. as a human be- being, say, I don't have to do it that way. You know, and he's, and Ronan, and eventually Griffin, you know, they're all saying the same thing and trying to figure out who they are in that at the same time. You know, what parts of that are for me and what parts are not. So if you, so if you, if we rewind all the way back to some original questions that you and I have talked about. Sure. If you think about. The, what you're really talking about is the role of authority in a young child's life and then the role of authority in your life. Sure. Right? Yeah. So, so yes. what, what has authority been saying about specific things? Well, mm-hmm. right now, the person who is leading the United States of America has an authority, right, to say and do certain things that have cost a lot of people a lot 
Yes. There is immeasurable suffering still. And that's really been true from the first presidency on. Um, Yes. However, now, you know, you, you, so you're, so we're all kind of pushing back on that and saying, nope, 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 nope. And at the same time, our kids are pushing back on us saying, nope, 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 nope. So there's a lot going on. We're dealing as parents and grandparents with our own really, you know, present feelings of, no, you can't tell us to do that. Yes. Why? Why? Why can't you tell us to do that? Because we say back to you, that's not who we are. Yes. (laughs) And yet, it is who we are. You know, both things are true. Yeah. And and that's also true of young children. You know, I don't know exactly who I am. So I'm always saying, no, that is who I am or it's not who I am. Right now it's not who I am to put my shoes on. Yeah. So there's all this stuff twirling around. And then at the same time, you have young parents who are grappling with their own issues with authority. Spot on. Yeah. So there's yes. so that intensifies the heat. Yeah. That turns the volume up. It it For increases sure. the temperature. <laughs> however you want to look at it. Yeah. Because you know everything that's sent to me is meant for me. Mm. You know everything that's sent to me is meant for me. So if my children feel more challenging at times. It can also be because I'm tired. I haven't eaten. I haven't, yes. you know, it's the same thing for me yes. as a uh, the adult in the room. That is it. Yeah. <laughs> and then that now you it. have this next layer where you're the adult in the room. You're supposed to have all this authority, right? And yet you feel so powerless all the time. So, so you, so your child needs you to be the person who says, um, jumping off a 12 foot wall. No, not going to happen. (laughs) Possible. Yes. Happening. No. (laughs) That's the authority. That's the authority that has the component of safety to it. Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. So then so you've got all these layers happening for you as the adult in the room. You yourself are grappling with the fact that you have, you're powerless. You feel powerless, right? But you have to be in control in this situation. It, it's, it's a constant yes. back and forth. And learning that sense of control with for myself, maybe yes. perhaps controlling... Right. Where I am without coercion. Yes. Without trying to take a yes. shortcut. Yes. What I want to happen mm-hmm. is for us to get out the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but, you know, surrendering to mm-hmm. what do I need to be mm-hmm. learning myself mm-hmm. in this moment. And Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the issue of being on time, right? <laughs> right. Which means yes. nothing to a four-year-old. <laughs> no. Time 
No. I'm, I want to know how Santa Claus happened. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to be on time anyway. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, see, it, it's like I, I find it. You know, it's it's maddening and charming all in the same moment. Oh, it is because I would really love to just plop down, and sometimes I do. I mean, to be yeah, honest, sometimes good. it's like, yeah, whatever. You know, right. <laughs> we're five right. minutes late to school. You know, right. which you love, right. and the reason. You're right. resistant to it isn't because you don't want to be there. It's because right. you want to be here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's ha that's not happening. Right. That's somewhere. That's somewhere else. Somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. So you have all these, and then you can weave other stuff into it all the time too. Like, what will people think if I'm late? Oh, exactly. Right. You know. Yes. Yeah. So you have this own yes. relationship to that authority yourself. Absolutely. To that authority of being on time. <laughs> I mean, being human. <laughs> it's I mean, messy business. Can we just and laugh funny. and let's just talk about Santa Claus? <laughs> exactly. That would oh be so gosh. much easier. I mean, well. Well. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's so much going on all the time, you know, and. I think boiling it down to in those moments, you know, kind of trusting that you'll know. And it's it, it's not about the right and wrong of it yes. in terms of judgment. But there are things that um, I think you can identify that are, um, what's the word, not right or wrong, but um, probably more effective. Sure. Yeah. And so, you know, part of that involves understanding, you know, Ronan will manifest all this differently. And so they'll all, everybody's going through it just like you'll manifest your interest in social justice very differently than, well, I happen to know your sister Kristen really well and your brother sure. really well. And there's three different, very different takes. Absolutely. Yeah. Hold so on. there you have it. Right, it's all manifesting differently, but I guess um, I do feel that um, one thing that young children are counting on us for is that we kind of know what's supposed to happen, that we have a plan in mind. You know that yes. that it's not just all yes. happening. I'm not. It's fine for them to make it up as they go along. But that's why they need us to not make it up as we go along. Yes. You know, so there's, it's finding that balance between knowing to use your situation, you know, knowing when to say we just have to go or let's sit down and talk about this for a few minutes. And how do you manage that? Because yes. if you always do it one of those ways, then what you've not established for the child is balance. Mm. Then they are... So if you always say, oh, let's sit down and talk about this for a few minutes. If you always do that, 
then what happens for the child is they feel free to just follow any thought or path yes. to its conclusion. And we all know where that can lead, <laughs> right? That can sure. lead to somebody being potentially an amazing author or artist or musician or scientist or any number of fields that require intense creativity, sure. which is following those thought patterns, yes. right, in a different way. Yes. But they're sitting on a bar stool <laughs> yes. in a bar talking about it, talking about their ideas. So yes. do you see what I mean? So Absolutely. there's or talking about how unjust something is that's happening. Yeah. But not really active. Yes. In the world. So, so huge. Yeah, it is huge. And it, and so I I didn't want to leave the conversation without saying that it's finding that both of those things are important. Yes. It's important also to to um move through life with a plan with an understanding of well in order to get here at this time we need to do this yeah yes. so I'm running the show I'm running the show meaning in theater there's this thing called run of show and it's a process where before some, an event is going to take place where a number of people are going to speak or whatever they call, they call it a run of show, and it's literally a list of minute by minute what's going to happen. Oh, it's sure. that detailed. So, of course, you don't need a run of show in that sense, but inside of you, sure, you have to have that internal clock as the adult. That's the part. Yeah. Does that? Yeah. Okay. So you're nodding. Okay. So oh, you have that so internal resonance. Yes. yes. And so even resonant. though he may say no to it it's okay Re you can resist it it's okay yeah. uh, to resist it but we gotta go yeah yes yeah if we're doing exactly. this we're going <laughs> you oh. know and he's got to have that too all children yes. do they need both absolutely they need to have a sense of there's times when you just have to do things and there's times when it you really ought to pause before you do them Yes. And both things are equally important. But what you establish for a child when you're consistent about those setting those boundaries for them is you model for them how to do that. Because they're telling us all the time, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you a little story that's really representative for me about this. Yes. So my grandson, um, I don't think he would mind if I told you this story. He had a really hard time one time uh, about mm. something when he was with us. And without going into the details out of respect for him, because he's going to be seven. So I don't, you know, yeah. I, this was a long time ago when he was around Oak's age. And um, he, it was because he had not understood that the flower arrangement and plant arrangement he had made for his mom would, would die. Aww. And it was devastating for him, right? He was devastated by it. So long story short, he, he really took a long time to get through that and needed a lot of comfort. What, what could I have done about that? Nothing. Sure. Nothing. 
Right. Right. It's so there, that, that, that's what I, we're talking about here is that there has to be some recognition in the child yes. that there are things that we really can't control. Sure. And, yes. and how do we cope with that when, it, when we meet it? Gosh. Right? Well, we have to carry on. Yeah. We have to carry on. And so, you know, if I remember he, that later on that night, he said, oh, I'm really glad that's over. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and it, yeah. It, it really, I thought, wow. You know, we forget that this feeling of being out of control it, it or not, there are no boundaries. I don't. I can imagine so many possibilities. Isn't always something that I desire, sure, or feel help, you know, helped by, no, for right? Sure. Yes. So, so we have to recognize that when we set something up to say, you know, this is what we're doing, and we have to do it now. It's yeah, we're. It, it's also a gift. Because we're we're helping manage something that feels unmanageable. Absolutely, and it reminds me. This feels so helpful. <laughs> I mean, Good. so helpful. Good. And it reminds me, sort of, as we were talking last night, and oh. the emanations of mm. you know thoughts that were kind of going around, breaking open what that meant to what the first person, the first human, and all of that. And we were sort of talking about how things change. And he and I sort of arrived at this, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, you know, one of the things that's always happening is that things are changing. Yeah. Some things stay the same and some things change. And I feel mm -hmm. like what you're saying and describing yep. is a way of holding all of that. Yes. And seeing yes. the grown-ups in my life, the adults in my life, mm -hmm. sometimes when everything is changing this way, yep. <laughs> they sit really still. And they let it all go for a minute. And sometimes they just keep going. Yeah. And that, that to me, yeah. just that idea that right. I'm I mean, I'm still learning it. <laughs> and I will we perhaps all are. We perpetually all are. learn it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's what is, what paths are worth pursuing is really what you're teaching in those situations. You know, should I always, you know, sit down and have this battle about my shoes? Right. Yeah. Um, mm. it, it, and I think that um, it, it, it is that, and you were talking about the intensity of the struggle at times. Sure. And I think the deeper the connection between that adult and, and the child or the more superficial. Mm. So s sometimes kids are more resistant to superficial connections. Because they don't trust them. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And then other times they're more resistant to a deep connection because they do trust it. So interesting. So that's yeah. a topic for another day. But it, it's 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 <laughs> yeah. a big because that's a big one. And you know, again, wrapping all this around the idea of you know how do I as a parent prepare for this future that I see? Yeah. You know. We have to ask ourselves, you know, what is it they will really need? Well, one of the things they will definitely need is a strong, rhythmic, ongoing heartbeat 
around what is just. And that has to do with authority and safety and fairness. And what do I do when it's not? Yeah. So there it is. Yeah. So if you if you just talk about ideas and you get distracted by everything that comes your way, the impact you'll have later on is so reduced. Yes. And we all know people who care deeply about issues but don't seem to have a, a way to feel effective. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's because we don't have containers for this stuff in place. That is so, you know, profound for me at this moment to hear. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Where do you go with it? Right. So we can talk about that next time, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michelle, thank goodness there's a next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, too. I mean, I'm, I'm looking for the containers, too. This is a container for me. Yeah. Yeah. And Grace Lee Boggs always said, whatever you do, have the conversation. Mm. So that's what guides me through this right now. Well, and she was such a leader that mm -hmm. for me as well, and you, both mm -hmm. of you have helped me to learn what you were just saying before we sort of hit record about the idea of, of a lifetime of mm -hmm. work. Yeah. The urgency can make it feel like, gosh, I have to fix this problem. Mm -hmm. Where he knows this is where we get our shoes on. Blah, blah. Make it mean this whole other thing when mm -hmm. it's like, that's not the movement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not the lifetime. That's not mm -hmm. the right. necessarily yeah. what is, I guess, is a better way of that, yeah. phrasing that. Yeah. What is tuning mm -hmm. into that? Santa Claus is putting your shoes on. <laughs> That's where he is. Oh my gosh. And thank goodness that's because he keeps centering me right there. Yeah. So many good And lessons. Santa Claus is all about justice. Hmm. You know, because why are there kids who Yeah. Don't get don't as much. Have it. Yeah. Were they good? So yeah. even the conversation about that particular being can be reframed so that it's just. Yeah, so that he's a generous soul. Or she, or... Yes. You know, there's another conversation. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, indeed. Yeah. Happy holidays. Yeah, you'll probably, happy holidays. Perhaps exactly. you'll be listening to this as you celebrate. So. <laughs> I'm grateful for your... Yeah, I'm right. grateful for you too, Mandy. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Michelle. And thank you for everyone listening yeah. and joining in the conversation at, at a sort of distance. We'll, we'll be back. Yeah, and I guess we'll be posting this. So if you have things you want us to talk about, yes, please, oh, please. put it in the comments. <laughs> we'll find ways for this to be we'll interactive. We'll leave it in. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So stay in connection. Stay in conversation with us.